Welcome to Early Intervention Matters, the podcast that helps parents, teachers and health professionals understand the diagnosis, treatment, care and support of children with autism, ADHD, Tourette's and other neurodevelopmental challenges. Your host, Dr. Inyang Takon, is a consultant neurodevelopment paediatrician and she will provide insight through interviews, answering questions and breaking down complicated topics. By sharing stories from parents and professionals in the field, we hope to make sense of what can be an overwhelming topic. Early intervention is crucial with children with developmental difficulties. Yes, early intervention matters. And now, here's your host, Dr. Inyan Takon. Thank you once again for joining our podcast series and thank you for listening into the previous one we had discussed the early signs of children with autism spectrum disorder. And today I want to talk about one of the reasons why some children are not diagnosed early. And specifically, I want to talk about the, uh, in certain communities, like the African communities, where one of the factors that prevents children from being diagnosed early is the denial that there is a problem with a child. Now, when I talk about denial um, in this concept and is the fact that it's obvious that the child has difficulties, but the parents are not acknowledging the fact that the child has difficulties or they're convincing themselves that the child doesn't have difficulties or that the difficulties are just for other reasons, which they try to explain using other um, excuses even when other people are telling them that there is a concern or even sometimes when the school and all the settings that they go to are saying to them that there is a concern. So we do see this. And in my experience as a clinician, I have seen this happening a number of times. And this is what um, I would like to address today in our, in our series. Now, just to uh, go back, and highlight a few of the things I mentioned before. Neurodevelopmental disorders like autism spectrum disorder is not something that is caused by someone and it's not something that the child is choosing to do. It is a condition that the child's brain is processing information in a different way. So this is not something that the parents have control of or neither is it something that the child has control of. So when we go back to that, we can then see that it is important that those conditions are picked up early so that interventions can be put in place. Now, one some of the excuses I've heard from parents, and, and sometimes this could be influenced by peers or family settings, is that family members might say to the parent of the child, no, there's, there's nothing wrong with your child, and therefore the parents themselves do not then see, get the support to actually go and seek help for the child. And this can cause delay. And we should remember that with every year that is delayed for that child seeking, getting an assessment, the later it is that that child gets interventions and the more difficult it is for the child. We should also remember that when you get intervention for the child, the outcome is much better. 
We've also had um, families who we know in our African community, we are very respectful of our religion. We have so many people who are very religious and, you know, hold on to their faith quite strongly. And that is completely fine. But sometimes we do get the uh, situation where some parents might feel that it is not their portion and, you know, certainly um, they would never be able to have that because God can't allow their child to have these disorders. Some of the um, families hold on so much to this and they're also told this by other people within the faith community that the child cannot have that problem. Again, the best approach, and we again are opening this up to the faith communities, that it's important that awareness is, is promoted even within the faith community so that the, the members and the congregation are very aware that these conditions can improve with early intervention, early diagnosis. And again, this is not something that will just go away this is not something that will disappear. And if anything, things become even more challenging as the child grows older. There are different myths about what sometimes is done to the child when they get diagnosed. So in some communities and some families feel when their child gets a diagnosis, that's a, a bad stigma for life and that the child is going to be disadvantaged from everything and the child is not going to have access to a full life. So some parents feel that getting a diagnosis is actually very detrimental to the child. And again, we want to express or, or inform you that to the contrary, having a diagnosis actually opens doors for that child. And I'll use the example of if a child has visual impairment and is not seeing, you can't put that child in the class to be able to achieve their potential. That child would need to wear glasses so that they can see the board and they can do well. It's the same thing with a child with autism spectrum disorder or any other developmental disabilities. The glasses for a child with autism is the support services that are open for the child, making sure that the child is in a setting that they can learn better and all the structures and all the interventions they need to be getting, like speech therapy, helping them to be able to communicate with their peers, helping them to improve their learning is put in place. Unfortunately, without a diagnosis, these things cannot be put in place. Denial is also quite difficult and quite detrimental to the outcome of that child because as that child grows older, the challenges become more. And it gets to the point where the child is then having to go to secondary school without the support in place. And when that child grows older, things can become so challenging and actually um, distorts the future for that child. Also, the parents are also in a situation where when that child is really struggling in school and that child is probably excluded or that child is, you know, not able to access school, it has an impact 
on the family because parents cannot access any support for themselves and sometimes can impact on the siblings as well. So there's every reason to promote and to make us all aware that these conditions in children is not due to what the child is choosing to do. It's not due to the fact that this will just disappear. It is, they are lifelong conditions, but they can actually be improved. The outcome can be much better for that child, resulting in that child being able to function, hold down a job, or do much better in education compared to what they would do without that support and the diagnosis. So denial in our communities um, is a very strong um, challenge, and it's one of the things I've decided to address today. There are other reasons that I probably haven't mentioned today that could be an underlying factor for denial, and it would be really, uh, I would really welcome any of those um, queries or concerns that as I would like to discuss them and address them because we all know that information is power, knowledge is power, and I strongly encourage our communities to access the support services that are available. The help is out there, but we need to see the children. We need to assess them. As we always say, early intervention leads to better outcome, and early intervention can only be achieved by early diagnosis. So thank you for listening into the series today. Uh, I know some of the things we've talked about today would probably have generated some questions or need to seek clarification. So I'm happy to take questions and I'll invite you to send your questions to eim at drtacon.com. Thank you for listening in.